that was the first time that I found a cream that was that had the right texture and that was giving me the right level of moisturizing without making my skin, uh, you know, uh, oily or without being under moisturizing my skin. This time is for me. And psychologically, I'm sure it is important. The appearance of my skin, the feeling in my skin, the fact that I take time for myself, I never anticipated that would be a factor of my confidence. Yeah, we, we function on a cycle of 24 hours, you function on a cycle of 28 days. And this is a cause of conflict between us as well. It creates a real two-ways dialogue about it. A, a mutual discovery. Understanding the hormones of, uh, of uh, your partner is not just a one-way uh, thing. It's also your partner understanding her body better and understanding also the gaps that exist with your way uh, of living things. And I think this is where it should go. Hi, I'm Laure Sejean a former HR director turned into a pro makeup artist and a beauty editor. In this podcast, I want to share another way of looking at beauty from the outside and from the inside, from people who create beauty trends to people who help us feel better within our body, from sharing my experience with some beauty products to digging into new ingredients. Welcome to Beauty S'il vous plaît. Today is a very special episode, uh, and I have a very special guest as well, uh, Joe Sejan, my husband, and I'm super happy to have him with me and with us today. We've been planning to do this episode for a very long time, and um, and today is the day. Um, Joe, you might know that he also has his, his own podcast called People Not Numbers. Um, and I really invite you to listen to the episode. He has like so many interesting uh, ones. I could not name any of them like specifically, but I know that when I'm listening to them, you know, I'm always, uh, I always learn uh, something. Obviously today we're not here to talk about his episode. Uh, but we are here to talk about beauty, beauty for men. Um, and actually, Drew, you are my first man, male guest uh, on my show. And uh, I'm even more grateful about that. So thank you so much for being with us today. I'm very, uh, I'm very touched. And it's a very special moment for me to be here. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of your show. Even if it seems a bit bizarre, because I'm not a, a heavy user of beauty product, I have my routines, and I guess we're going to talk about that. Uh, but the guests I've heard on your show were really, really interesting. Uh, and yeah, I'm very happy to be here to discuss about a topic that for me is very personal, but I, I also hope that we can talk about... Um, the way us men are not aware of what is important in beauty for us and for women as well. Definitely, yes. I think that we'll talk about beauty for men. Um, 
and maybe we'll talk about uh, in a way um, about one of the episodes uh, that you've listened to oh, yeah. and uh, and I think that can interest a lot of men out there and a lot of women as well to see how men are perceiving uh, this topic and obviously us at the same time. Um, but before diving into that, you know, Joe, how would you describe yourself? Oh, how I would describe myself. I would say I'm a man of passion. Um, and it's true that it drives me. I'm not very interested in things that do not provoke uh, that vibration in me. But thank God I'm interested in a lot of things, so I can easily be interested in things. So this is probably the thing that describes me the most is probably a passionate person. I'm a father of three. Uh, I have a great wife. And if you don't know who she is, then just <laughs> <laughs> listen to the show. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I failed many times. And I think it was not failures. It was just steps for me to move forward. Uh, I have big dreams um, and, and willingness to make an impact. I think if there is something that is interesting for me is what impact can I make? If I'm not sure of the impact, or if there is no impact, or if there is no willingness to make an impact, because sometimes you want to impact and you don't, then I'm not into it. I've been living in Dubai with with uh, you for the past 15 years now. Yeah, we're reaching like 15 years. We're reaching 15 this summer. Yeah. On the 1st of July for me, which is tomorrow. If you think about it. Happy anniversary in Dubai. Uh, yeah, then. thank you. And yeah, I think this is probably a good, a good overview. Um, you were talking about failure just uh, a moment ago. And one of the episodes that I'm going to... Uh, actually, I've just recorded an episode yesterday with a life coach. And we're talking about failure. Uh, how... Um, you know, how to deal with failure. And basically, her take in how to approach failure was more like, um, this is something that it's a cost to learn something. And, you know, it's the same way as when you learn at the university or at school, you pay your tuition fee. And failure is a kind of tuition fee for you to learn like more, um, in your life. And I felt that was like really interesting, like a different approach. Um, and I think we all learn from our failures. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to, to present it as a cost. Um, since I'm, a, I'm, I'm a genetic optimist. Uh, I like to say that there are opportunities, but it is true that when you say that, when you say failure is an opportunity, you deny sometimes the, the toughness of failure, the impact of failure, and sometimes it hurts a lot. Um, so maybe describing it as a cost is an interesting way to integrate a bit the 
painful aspect of failure because it is painful. It is true that even if I like to say it's an opportunity and there is no such thing as failure, you know, when you don't succeed, it it sometimes hurts a lot and it's really it could it can be very difficult at times. So I like I like her approach. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm curious to listen to the episode. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's, it was really interesting. Um, you also said that you like to have an impact. Mm -hmm. um, impact from what you do and I believe on people yeah. as well. Can you tell us in a nutshell, you know, what, what do you do? Yeah, sure. With pleasure. Um, my, my job is to help brands move from a transactional focus to a relationship mindset or the reverse from a transaction mindset to relationship focus. What does it mean? It means that in companies specifically today, the way we approach the job and what we have to do is through transactions, tasks that we need to do, targets that we need to reach and we only talk about that. I can observe the world around me is not a happy world when it comes to work and the results we produce are way below what we could produce not just in terms of revenue and sales but also in terms of happiness and and i had just the chance to experience in the previous company where i was and in the companies that i created that when you focus on people when you focus on connecting emotionally and you focus on creating relationships and nurturing them you you overcome by a large distance what you thought you could achieve and that's my job so i do it through consulting and coaching i coach my clients for um nine to twelve months to make sure that they can really get the support they need to integrate new habits i have a passion for people Uh, and everything I do has one purpose, which is having a positive impact on human relationships. So the consulting and coaching is really about that. And then I have other dreams, but I'm not sure that this is the right place to talk about that. <laughs> I'll invite you for a next, uh, for next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I feel this is also, you know, what, um, I mean, This is also what I do, you know, in my job as being a makeup artist or even being a beauty editor or even having this podcast is to have an impact, a positive impact on, on people and, and having an adding, added value. Um, that's true, you know, when I do makeup on, on my client, the only thing that I'm focusing on, I mean, I'm focusing on different things, but obviously it's to create a relationship, you know, with them because you need to understand them to, to know what kind of makeup, you know, they would like, what kind of makeup, you know, would suit them. Um, but also because they're human beings. Huh? And then, you know, it's nice to know, like, other way of seeing things, uh, different lives as well. And, and obviously, like, for me, the end result for my clients to be happy. Mm. So really to have yeah. an impact. And I think that, you know, with what, I mean, I would say we probably have like the same purpose, but doing different things. Yeah, yeah. And different Definitely. kind of job yeah. as well. Um, so obviously, you know, I mean, I want to talk about beauty here with you 
and um, and I must say that that not that I mean there are men in the beauty industry. Don't get me wrong, you know there are like amazing makeup artists. Uh, very few, I would say, beauty influencers in the sense of skincare um, uh, men influencers. Um, but I know that you know you are. I mean you are interested into skincare. I think you discovered a few years ago uh, the positive impact of skincare. Can you, I mean, I know a bit about it, but can you, can you tell us, you know, what influenced you or what pushed you at some point to look after your skin? Hmm. Um, I think I'm, Probably like a lot of men around me, if I think of the men I know, I don't know uh, about the rest, but skincare is not really a topic. First of all, it's not something that we talk about. Um, but And then it's it's not a concern. We, we don't seem to age the same way our skin uh, does not seem to age the same way. Then women, if I just take my skin, I have a quite a thick skin, you know, I'm tanned. Um, and it's true, growing old never, uh, never was a, a difficulty for me. Um, and you told, you were telling me very often, you know, you should hydrate your skin, you know, clean your face before going to bed and just uh, hydrate your skin. You don't realize the aggressions that uh, exist out there and uh, your skin is dry. And it never really struck me. Uh, I tried a couple of times a few creams, but I never liked them. If I may just do like a parenthesis, uh, you were saying that um, indeed, you know, men and women, we don't age the same. It's just because the amount of collagen that we have in our body as men and women is different and decrease at a different age as well. So as our collagen as women would start decreasing and the collagen will help to keep the elasticity mm, and okay. the, the, the youthful um, uh, appearance of the skin. So the, collag the collagen would be decrease for us from the age of 25 and it would decrease from you probably like around the age of 30 or 35 years old. So mm. it's really not, you yeah, know, it we, explains. yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, we, we're not at the same, uh, level on this. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, uh, that explains, I, I didn't know that. Um, and then I have a friend uh, at a dinner who mentioned that he was applying a cream on his face every evening. And, you know, sometimes you, you need to listen the 1000th time something and puff, it, uh, it triggers something. I and know. the 1000 times, like your wife, you know, saying you put some moisturizer, put some moisturizer, it's going to be good for your skin. Yeah. And just like, yeah, whatever, you know, I have a good skin, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, for the audience to know, my wife is, is extremely <laughs> angry that I did not listen to her, but I listened to a friend of mine. No, I'm not angry. I just, the, I just find it like... Not angry. Not sorry, angry. very angry. <laughs> so, uh, and I, I enjoyed this opportunity to say a big, a big cheers to Frank. 
Frank, this this is from a conversation with you uh, that that we uh, that I started to to put some cream. At the time, Frank told me uh, anything goes. You know, any any moisturizer goes. Uh, they are all the same. The rest is pure marketing. And I started to buy a brand, very entry level brand, and I was happy with it. I was just putting day cream at night before going to bed. You can mention the brand if you want. I can. Okay, so mm. Nivea. And I was very happy. Very nice. I like the texture. I bought, you know, several pots. Did, uh, did, did you buy the thick version of Nivea? No, or the... no, no, no it's, too, it's too thick. I don't remember. It was the light version, name. right? In the white pot. In the white pot, but there are two different ones. Okay. I don't remember the name. Um, and... You were more and more into skincare yeah. on top of uh, makeup and diving a bit into it and starting to explore products and receiving products more and more. And um, and one day you made me try, you made me try several ones. I found that the smell of most of the creams were, you know, horrible, <laughs> absolutely horrible. Some some of them test. Smell like dust. Some of them tasted like uh, yeah, we you know, we not smell. It's horrible, <laughs> really, like soil. Or I mean, uh, sometimes I really wonder how people do the the the, the smell of their. But uh, some people you know they like it because they find it it's like natural and yeah, and yeah, because yeah. you know there's no preservative. There's it's super super organic, super clean. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But it's uh, not your type, for I me, understand. it was a no-go. Mm -hmm. uh, and one day you made me try a cream when I was doing my Nivea routine. That was, I think it was the Sunday Rally. I think so as well. The vitamin C, yeah. the orange pot. Yeah, the CEO rich cream. Yes, <laughs> c'est ça. <laughs> so um, that was the first time that I found a cream that was that had the right texture and that was giving me the right level of moisturizing without making my skin, uh, you know, uh, oily or without being under moisturizing my skin. And it was easy to apply. It was absorbed very easily and the smell was, uh, you know, fresh and nice. And this is still today, you know, my top hit in, uh, in day creams. So I started with this, I guess. You, you want me to, to... No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. I have a I have question. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you started telling me, you know, you should put a serum before that. And I think you offered me the serum of Dermalogica. Ah, okay. Which yeah. one? I don't know. You don't? Gray, gray, silver bottle. Uh, yeah, I think that was um, a one that is adapting... Uh, to your skin concerned, so it's a, it's a kind of a, um, I don't know if this is the right word, but adaptogen, not adaptogen. I don't think it's the right word, but it adjusted the serum adjusted like to what is the concern of your skin. So it's a yeah. Uh, yeah. So I started to put that before the cream, a few drops, three drops, and it was really nice. I like the sensation. The sensation was a bit silky, mm -hmm. a bit like when you put a primer on your skin. Yeah. A photo, um, you know, um, the primer of Smashbox that I like. Yeah, the so photo much. finish. Photo finish. That gives you this silky feeling on the skin. 
Uh, and then I was putting the, the, the cream and I started to enter into this routine. It was last year. Last year, last summer, I was really, I had my serum and my cream and I was doing this uh, every morning and every evening. And then you introduced me to oil. Okay. And uh, you started with Drunk Elephant. The oil um, that they have, uh, Huile Precieuse, I think. Mm -hmm. The one that I have for this summer. The my, yellow one. Is it the yellow one or the... White bottle with white and yellow, yeah. White and yellow, yeah. yeah. And um, that, that was a game changer for me. So a bit like everything, I did not do it to see the results because I didn't really believe that there would be any result. But I have to admit that probably because I was not thinking of it, I was applying it, it was just a pleasant moment. For me, it became, like a lot of men who do this, a moment for myself. So it was my moment that was marking the transition between the day and before going to bed, for example. And when you introduced me to the oil, the oil for me was some kind of a magic, a magic thing that I was putting on my face that was making me 10 times more alive. So when I put still today my oil in the morning, there is before and after, after putting my oil, I'm ready. So it was more a psychological effect and a pleasant effect uh, on my skin. And one day I realized that my skin was much better. So I had deep uh, wrinkles that started to appear on the forehead that vanished. I use other products. We can talk about this if you want uh, later on. Yeah. Um, and and my skin is supple, is uh, flexible, is vibrant. Uh, so I started to feel better, physically speaking, which was totally unexpected, and it was not what I was looking for. Uh, so now that's I, interesting. You never told me this. Huh? Yeah, I did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I know I know that uh, at uh, uh, one day you went out out with some friends, and I think one of your friends you know, told you, "Oh, look, uh, Joe, your your skin look amazing." Yeah, some people told, started to to comment on my skin. You look uh, luminous. You look radiant. You look. Um, and for me, it was really uh, the first time that I had this type of uh, of comment from. Um, From women, men, if they think that, they would, they would not tell me so far. So uh, really um, a great surprise for me, and it became a part of, uh, of my day and my evenings. Sometimes I'm lazy at, uh, at evenings, but I never start a day without moisturizing my face properly with a serum, a day cream, And the oil, the oil is really the, the thing that transforms everything, yeah. So what is interesting is um, uh, you were saying that it has a psychological impact. Massive. Um, I would say that I realized that I never had spent, not because... I was forbidden to do it, or I don't know why, but I had never spent time taking care of myself for even two minutes. And that was apart from sport or, you know, doing massage, but this is different. 
this is really after brushing my teeth in front of a mirror in a peaceful atmosphere taking care of my face. First of all, it seems a bit uh, maybe bizarre to say it, but touching it, touching my face, uh, you know, washing it, uh, drying it, and then applying the serum, which does a, a certain sticky effect. Uh, the serum I'm using right now is Aesop um, with parsley. Very nice, and it gives a kind of a sticky effect to the skin in the beginning, so very interesting. I never touch my face so much, you know, and um, it, it's not a detail. Um, having this connection, physical connection with this part of my body is very nice, I think. And it's a moment really for myself where I look at myself in the mirror. It seems a bit strange huh, to say that, but uh, it was a new dimension for me. I was very much into, okay, I wash, I shave, or I trim my beard, tac, tac, I check that my, uh, the three hairs that I have on my skull are shaved properly. And, uh, and that's it, you know. I never took the time. This time is for me. And psychologically, I'm sure it is important. But do you feel better? Do you feel, I don't know, what kind of emotions or feelings you know, does it bring you when you apply your skincare? I, I really can say that I feel confident. Definitely. Maybe it's just a mind trick. It doesn't matter, in fact. I don't really care what is the mechanic behind it. I care about the impact, the effect of it and the effect on me is definitely I feel if I can say more beautiful mm -hmm. yeah um, handsome handsome okay thank you <laughs> uh, yeah yeah more more confident my skin radiates I think I I didn't realize that the skin without being moisturized is kind of um, dull yeah mm -hmm. not gray but matte yeah doesn't it, it doesn't have contrast it's like a, a faded picture of something yeah and suddenly you apply some cream and some oil and boom your your uh, your your face is alive yeah and yes for me it's a, a lot of confidence as a I, I wanted to say as a man, but no, as myself, as an entrepreneur who meets so many people, I have lunches, uh, breakfast, meetings, I deliver things to clients, I coach people. I feel, uh, feeling confident is important. And I never imagined that that aspect could bring that confidence, that aspect meaning that my skin the appearance of my skin, the feeling in my skin, the fact that I take time for myself, I never anticipated that would be a factor of my confidence. 
talking about you know, your aspect of your skin, you have a very good skin. Like the base of your skin is it's really good. You don't have any acne. You don't have any acne scars. Um, but maybe indeed that what you were saying that you know this luminosity or this radiance that applying skincare. Um, is creating, you know, it gives you confidence. Um, Sorry, and, and, and what you're saying, it's, it's important because the fact that I had a, a good skin was absolutely not an incentive for me to wear skincare. Mm. You know, when you have rashes or you have problematic skin, skincare becomes a, a need. So you, you can dive more easily into discovering different products and stuff. In my case, I had zero incentive to do it because my skin was in very good shape. I had no history of, I had acne, but no, nothing, you know, compared to, to what I see in some uh, teenagers today or at my age, huh? also others who had different skin. Really, I had no incentive to do it. And I think that also that uh, probably created a bigger surprise for me because of that. Mm. Yeah. In what you were saying, I remember one of the times when, maybe like the first time, or I don't know, maybe second time when I was doing to you a facial. And this is actually, you know, one of the reasons why I became a makeup artist, um, uh, doing this facial note to you. But I remember that, you know, I was doing kind of similar facial that, you know, what you would do in um in our institute or beauty or beauty center or at, um, yeah. And, and what, uh, surprised me is after all of this, you know, cleaning your face, doing a scrub, doing, um, a purifying mask and then the hydrating mask, I was asking you, touch your face and tell me what you feel. And I remember that you were touching your face, feeling it, and you were like, no, I don't see any difference. Or, or even looking at your face in the mirror, you couldn't see how radiant, you know, your skin was after a facial. Do you remember this? Yeah. And I guess also it's, it's probably something that comes also with age. So what I mean is that when you started six years ago to experience a bit all of this, it was in two... 2000, early 2017, yeah? Mm. Five years, yeah. sorry. More than five years ago. I was five years younger. I had less wrinkles. Um, I started skincare one year and some ago. And yes, three, four years after starting my first serious company, uh, Activate Experience, I had gone through a lot of stress. Uh, I think I aged faster. Yeah. <laughs> um, so probably I can see now the difference. Mm. At the time it was, I was, you know, plumpier. You were, you were, yeah. Yeah, so. You didn't feel the need. No, and I couldn't even see the difference. Mm. You know, today sometimes people tell me when they see my face, oh, you lost weight. No, no, I'm just aging. <laughs> I, I'm the same weight, but my my cheek, you know, uh, my cheeks uh, are... Uh, less fuller. Well, yeah, yeah, less full. That, less that's age. Yeah. So now probably I see more the effect of, of this. At the time, it was probably impossible for me to realize it, yeah. How... how 
how do you choose your skincare? What, what is the criteria for you? Texture. For, mm -hmm. First. How, how, how does it need to be like, if we talk about serum? Alors, um, I like two types of serum. The serum that is more like a gel. Mm -hmm. um, and I also like the serum that is like a kind of an oil, even if it doesn't make the effect of an oil, a thick liquid, I would say. Syrupy liquid, liquid not thick. Uh, syrupy. syrupy. <laughs> light syrupy liquid. I don't like it when it's too light, so it, uh, it's like more than like water or more like a toner. Some serums are a bit like that. I don't like when a serum is too jelly and thick. Um, the second is the application on the skin. We'll talk about serum, just serum, yeah, no? because just the serum. each uh, yeah. has application on the skin. I like things to be absorbed well, you know, and, and the effect on the skin needs to be If the skin doesn't absorb it well for me, it's, a, it's an issue. A third would be the smell. Uh, and the smell can be a deal breaker. Even if the two first criteria are good, the smell is uh, can break everything. Um, and finally, I would say the practicality of the packaging. Mm. I have stopped using some products because the packaging was ridiculous. Mm. You could not take, uh, you know, uh, a lot of uh, serum was still in the bottle and I couldn't catch it because the pipe inside was uh, too small, which I mean, I found when you know the cost of this product, you want a packaging that works. Yeah. Um, I had uh, once on, not a serum, but on an oil, a packaging that was leaking. Yeah. And uh, it was not the typical oil with a pipe that you open with it was with a pump it's a pump integrated so it's leaking mm. there is nothing you can do yeah and it you know every day you you're taking the product in your hands and it has leaked because mm. of the remaining of the previous uh, mm. night or the previous <sighs> come on for me that is i would say the four criteria yeah and for a cream And sorry, I, I didn't mention the price because all the products I have are products that you receive. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, We're very lucky about that and yeah. grateful you know, to the brand that are sending us or sending me. And then, <laughs> and then when I receive no, products, it's always like, I oh, what have you received? Oh, yeah, I like this. Can I try? And then no, it goes I steal, to Joe. I steal products <laughs> and I will continue stealing them. Um, but the price would probably be a very big criteria. For example, if you take any, in the oil uh, brands like uh, Nora, Nora? Yes. I was... You like this one. I love this one. Yeah, it's I was a, it's impressed a, with the price. Yeah. I mean, for me, this if I had to buy an oil tomorrow, I would buy Nora because super efficient oil and odorless lasts for a long time in terms of quantity, lasts for a very long time on my skin and odor-free. Wow. Smell-free. Smell-free and... The, the the price is like in the 100 something yeah it's it's quite affordable so the 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 oil is an argan oil yeah. it's pure oil and it's packed with vitamin e omega 3 um and uh it's um amazing product amazing product it's a small brand uh and indeed like it's around like 100 dirhams for one bottle dirhams. 
So sorry, we jumped in oils, but the price, if I had to pay something, the price would be also a very important factor. Probably, oh, probably the number one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say not, it's not omega-3, because omega-3, it's um, uh, the fatty acid, but mainly coming from the fish, uh, omega-9 and omega-6. So it's not really like the same, but it has a lot of antioxidant. And I love this oil as well. This is one yeah. of my favorite ones. So, cream? Um, but, so, sorry, the oil, it doesn't um, bother you, the fact that it's oily? No, because it absorbed by my skin, and I can see the, the difference in the taint of... Taint? How do you call it? The, the, the mm. color of my yeah. skin. Okay. My skin starts to live, mm -hmm. which is great, you know, yeah. when you think about it. Start glowing, yes. Glowing, yeah. And, and uh, for example, since I moisturize my, my skin, I realized that I lose my tan nearly not. In fact, I, I don't lose my tan anymore. Mm. Of course, if I don't go uh, under the sun for a long time, there is a change. But when I go for an outing and I have a, a nice tan, it, it stays for a long, long time now, which is great. This gives you a lot of uh, confidence as well. Yeah. yeah. And what, what about the creams? I mean, I know that for the cream, you're very specific and indeed, no, I made you try like so many different creams. But at the end, I think you have like maybe one or two creams that you are applying. Three? Three. Okay, I have two. Which one? So tell <laughs> But same criteria, I would say really texture, um, um, absorption by the, the skin. I think this is what I said before and uh, the packaging and the smell, the smell and the packaging. Uh, a lot of creams smell bad. And I repeat that really, I don't know, brands do something if you want to <laughs> conquer men. I'm not telling you to put perfume into it, but you know. Are you happy with cream with no smell? But there are very few creams that have no smell. When 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 creams claim that they are uh, smell free, fragrance free, fragrance free, yeah. they are not. Most of them. Mm. Uh, the only smell free product that I uh, fragrance free product that I experienced is the oil Nora. That is really really neutral. It still has like a bit of a, a smell, but it is, that's from the argan and yeah, it's uh, yeah. really light. Yeah. So what are your, your three uh, cream that uh, Alors, uh, you can't live I without? Hesitate, <laughs> I hesitate to, uh, to classify the number one. Um, and I would put them both in gold medal, definitely. Okay, okay. Uh, the CEO vitamin C from uh, Sunday Rally. Yeah. That's, Master, masterpiece and uh, a cream that for me has probably been built for men without knowing it is the drunk elephant uh, day cream but there are several ones the green one the green one so this is the proteiny polypeptide uh, cream okay that that is that, that, that is, that is a bullseye <laughs> And if you're a man and you want to try something in terms of day cream, just buy this one. So there is one. So sorry, we, we go to the third one. And then, you know, if I am an expert on the third one, then I will tell them like, what is the difference and what they... No, the third is a night cream. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, no, the, 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 sorry, the drunk elephant, the packaging is crazy. Yeah. 
crazy. I've never seen a packaging that is so well done, that practical. It's light. It's not a, a glass one. So, for example, for traveling, I wouldn't take the CEO uh, because it's a classic glass one, thick one, heavy. You need to remove the cap. And if the pot uh, is upside down when you travel, well, you have all the cream on the cap. Uh, with the drunk elephant, there is no such thing. You just uh, untap the, the cream and you press on the top. It comes from the middle. So there is no such thing as the cream turns around and you're going to waste it on the cap and it's going to leak. And to No, there is no such thing. It's clean. The texture is incredible. It goes on your skin and it gives you both the moisturizing and the silky effect. It's For me, it's, a, I don't know, they scored like five stars directly. And it's light. The packaging is light. The pa it's logical. It's a brand. For me, Drunk Elephant is a brand, sorry, that has understood um, the absurdity of um, Lakert packaging. You know, they don't have coated packaging. They have a packaging that is a bit more logical with prints on cardboard. That is still beautiful, still using colors, but it's not using the, the coating and all the heaviness and these things that you cannot recycle. You have to burn them. So I like this. Well, it's, a, it's a bit of a detail. But, uh, I but for you, it's important. For me, it's important. You know, seeing the number of products you receive and the number of packages that you have that are going directly to the trash. I find it uh, absurd. I, I understand the importance of it, but I disagree now with this. Um, so this cream, for me, if you had one product to try, it's this cream. If if you maybe you, you will put the link in your uh, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah 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 yeah. It could be a good starter for you. <clears throat> uh, there is a night cream that I love, uh, which is a French brand that started recently called Monneret, uh, a brand built by a friend of mine called Emmanuel Carpentier and his daughter and a friend of, uh, <coughs> sorry, of uh, his daughter, built with all the know-how of Korea, mm. uh, with this French, uh, um, you know, this French approach of beauty. And the cream is, wow, it's a night cream that is just wonderful. Like, honestly, all the products that they have built, um, just maybe the serum was a, a bit, uh, could be perfected, I remember. But the rest, um, they've built something from the get-go that is quite super strong. I mean, strong in, in quality and in price, reasonable, very, very good cream. But this is when you want to do day and night cream. So if you want to start, just start with a day cream and even put it at night, it's okay. You know? But Monneret is really a great night cream. This is what I would, uh, I would say. Um, so I'm going to go back to the uh, three uh, creams that uh, you mentioned. Um, the, uh, the CEO... Uh, vitamin C rich hydration cream. This is the exact name of the cream by Sander Riley. Um, so it has vitamin C. It has this uh, light orange color. Mm. Uh, and the light um, orangey perfume as well. It's not too much, no, I would say it's like, but it's just like a, a mandarin. It's a kind of a mandarin. Yeah. 
Very light, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Very nice. But it hydrates your skin like so much. It's super nice. So this is a cream that I you could use like in the day if you want to have um, uh, more of this uh, radiance uh, coming from within the skin. Um, so yeah, this is for the Cinderella cream. And then you have the Junk Elephant and the exact name is Protini polypeptide cream um, and this cream is actually you know I'm thinking of this cream <clears throat> just like if you had a shot of protein um, for your skin so indeed you know you can use it in the morning or you mm. can use it in the evening um, as well and it has no fragrance it is what I love about yeah, the, the cream it's true there is no fragrance there's no fragrance yeah. Um, and, and the Monere, the Monere is what I love about this brand is they created it for sensitive skin. Oh. So I know that whenever I have a bit of irritation into my skin, you know, I would use the uh, hydration cream that is more like a spray. The moisturizer. The yeah. moisturizer. Yeah. Yes. Um, and even the cleanser. Uh, the they have a toner, no? Gel and the, and the toner. And they, they have yeah. okay. The toner, I don't have it anymore. Uh, finished. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Done. Um, but this is such a nice brand. Yeah, for definitely for yeah. sensitive skin, I would recommend Monere 200%. Yeah. They have a nice uh, scent as mm. well. A bit like uh, cotton. Yes. It seems that you're going to go in the clouds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very soft, very nice, but discreet. Huh? Not the yeah. not the smell that is a deal breaker. It's really yeah. a really a nice and soft smell that takes you to bed perfectly. How how do you feel like? Uh, do do you talk about skincare or beauty with your friends? No. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Never. No. Uh, have I no no so it's definitely not something that you know a friend would ask you okay so what do you do with your skin no or no right, it hasn't happened to me yet mm. women do mm -hmm. men don't mm. no no uh, when we talk about it and the rare occasions where I talked about it is when it happened during a conversation at dinner for example with friends like Frank or others who use skincare themselves Yeah. And it comes in the conversation and then it's, but the topic that just doesn't come. Do you see yourself keep on using skincare? Yeah. Yeah, because I enjoy it. Not, not, not for any other reason. Um, I have the chance, thanks to you, to have access to incredibly premium products. Uh, but I know that there are good quality products that are, way more affordable if you didn't want to invest so much money uh, that are still clean um, I remember a brand called The Alchemist yes yeah it's a very good brand yes uh, the price is like wow and The Alchemist is a, is a deeply clean brand It's, it is a clean brand now the scent is sometimes a bit the issue but um A brand like Nora, for example, is wow. 
Um, there is this brand, the green brand that I, you know, I had some, uh, um, Tata Harper. Tata Harper. Yeah. yeah. I think the price is also it's high. Ah, it's high. Mm. Okay. No. Well, so it's not, uh, I mean, uh, I don't want to make any mistake. Indeed. I've tried the cleansing gel a couple of days ago. It was absolutely amazing. Like the sense again, like all this mandarin, but not like heavy mandarin. So, uh, so nice on the skin. Yeah. So, so nice on the skin. So th there are a lot of options available in products of a certain quality. You don't need to, uh, to put on your skin products that are going to, Uh, disturb your uh, hormones or disturb your uh, skin or you don't need to put too many too many chemicals um, you can find brands that are not necessarily 100% clean brands but that are of a very good quality for an affordable price and yes I see myself uh, using skincare for uh, probably the rest of my life yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's a nice moment yes mm -hmm. indeed yes mm -hmm. I, I was checking on the Tata Harper Uh, price and it and it start from 300 yeah so it's, high. I so mean, it's quite if you, high if you start from 80 dollars yeah. yes i consider you yeah. high as well but they do have as well a tata daily essentials kit at 330 dirhams uh, mm -hmm. and you can find them like on unas and uh, bloomingdale's and i think as well uh, harvey nichols harvey nichols they have just opened a beauty corner mm. called beyond beauty Uh, very nice. So you can go and, and check and uh, you will find Tata Harper over there. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, that's, yes. No, uh, you mentioned Harvey Nichols and, and this is also an important aspect for me. Um, if you're a man and you, you it, it can make a big difference for you to have a good experience with a skincare specialist in a store. Because it's a, it's a fun moment. It's a nice moment. You can speak to someone who's really knowledgeable about the, the creams available. And you can start trying on your skin. Even if you don't buy on the first time, you can start experiencing. And if you don't feel comfortable in discussing with someone who might want to sell you products, because um, unfortunately it's still, it's still the case a lot, you can go with a friend who knows very well about skincare and who would make you try one or two or three products. After that, it becomes a bit overbearing. But a good experience in a store, I think, is also a nice way to start. Because just receiving the pot and trying it by yourself can feel a bit neutral. Whereas understanding a bit better about the product in a store with a professional or with a good friend can also uh, be a, a nice first step. I think it's really important to understand the product that you put in on your skin because huh? otherwise you would not understand first, uh, you know, the impact, you know, what kind of result you, know, you can expect you know, from the, the product. And it's, I, I believe that, you know, men, you know, would respond better to understand how to use a product really like uh, and and the ingredients know maybe and to see what is the impact and um, yeah it's uh, or maybe like it's the same like for everyone I'm saying like the men but uh, I believe that women we may have a bit more knowledge than men so uh, it makes us it makes for us like a bit easier like to try new products and I think maybe we're bit more adventurous uh, in that way in 
Yeah, and, and in our upbringing, uh, you know, putting skincare is for women. Uh, don't be a sissy, uh, uh, be a man. Uh, you know, like emotions. Yeah, But I think it's changing. Uh. Of course, thank God it's changing. It is But, changing. Uh, today, what you see in skincare, and it's true, I'm 45 years old. It's now the moment where you see Instagram ads for, you know, men of 35, 40, 45 uh, years of age. It's only now that I start seeing ads about this on on Instagram mm. uh, and talking about taking. It's not about beauty necessarily, but taking care of ourselves. I think this is the the angle that I like. Exactly. Yeah. But it was not. I mean, I was not raised like that. Nobody told me it's nice to take care of yourself. It's nice to have muscles. Okay, it's nice to be strong, but it's not nice to take care of yourself. So it's not even in the picture. It's not in the feeling good is not in the picture. It's just building muscles or being a man, or which is nice. I, I don't want to discount these things uh, because it's it's important and it's nice, you know. Uh, but it's not just that. We are much more complex and complete than that, and much more whole than this. So I and I, I guess I like this part as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, there is one, another topic that I wanted to talk uh, about you and... Um, we didn't talk about the oils. Ah, the oils. Huh? Well, we talk a bit about the oils. Okay. Okay, but let's talk about the oils. I know that you have your favorite ones as well. Uh, turmeric uh, oil by Sunderelle. <laughs> Sorry, guys, Sunderelle. Is so good. I want to remind everyone uh, that this podcast is not sponsored by there is no sponsor, any brand. No. <laughs> No. We just love Sander Riley and Drunk Elephant and Nora and Monere. <laughs> no, but uh, the, 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 the turmeric oil is magic recipe yeah. for moisturizing. This, this is an oil as well that Lauren, yeah, I remember. on the first episode, uh, Lauren O'Connell is the beauty editor of Cosmopolitan. And uh, she was saying that the turmeric vitamin C oil is one of her favorite because she can She applies it as a serum as well. It gets absorbed mm. by the skin super mm. easily. Incredible cream, like a, a wow product. They also do a night oil that is called Luna with a bit of retinol yeah. that I use from time to time. And probably this one has had also its contribution in, um, in uh, the reduction of my wrinkles. Even if it's fine lines, absolute yes, yeah. fine lines, it's yeah. not at all my purpose, but I guess that it has. A, and also the precious oil of um, Drunk Elephant. Yeah. I think it's precious oil. I don't remember. Huile Precieuse. Yeah. Yeah. Precious it's called, oil, it's yes. called Huile Precieuse, yes. Yeah. And on the packaging. Uh, and the big discovery also uh, was this uh, oil, uh, Nora. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's really a nice one. I was impressed. No, I was really impressed. And you recommended it to, uh, to a, a friend, friend of mine, Mattia. Yeah. Mattia, if you, if you are on this episode, and I don't know how long have we been talking. <laughs> mm, so far, 53 minutes. Yeah, if you're here, Mattia, but <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he bought it. I gave him my last, uh, my, the, the bottom, yeah. uh, the, the last uh, centimeter or half centimeter of oil that was in my bottle, and he, he bought the product immediately. He loved it. Huh? Yeah, He loves it. Huh? If you're into just starting to take care of yourself, this is really a great. Uh, this is really a great product. Yeah. Sorry, 
So we completed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you're a, a man listening to this episode, then of you, course, you are yeah. expecting to hear about the holes we we forgot about it. So thank yes, you. and I, and I love that you know, and I'm quite impressed by the fact that you have um, uh, a skincare regime and routine, like you're using like three products. I know it's not necessarily like all the time, but you know, you have a serum, you have your cream, you have your oil. And, uh, and I know that, um, even from, for some women, you know, it's not easy to apply like three products because it seems a lot. But it's fast. You know, uh, where I start to be a bit lazier is the toner. No, no way. I start uh, with a piece of cotton. No, 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 no way. I wash my face with my bare hands and some soap. Uh, and I'm still horrified, you know, by that. <laughs> I want to say it. <laughs> so I think uh, I'm going to die earlier because I'm using soap, according to my wife. But um, so uh, uh, applying the serum, the cream and the oil is extremely fast. I mean, it, it's zero time consuming. It's literally probably two minutes and no... Uh, annoyance or no obstacle on the way. Boom, you apply it and that's it. You don't rinse, you don't, uh, there's no cotton, there is no, I think more than three, I think I will probably never do more mm. than three. So for example, eye cream, I will not do it. To be honest, like eye cream, you know, you could use no, a small amount of your face cream under your eyes. Wow. I mean, it's... Wow. That's, uh, but you would, I mean, you do it like just like naturally, you know, putting your hands like everywhere in your face when you're I feel, I feel the germs of criticism. And <laughs> I had an argument with, uh, with my wife for the audience. She was commenting every time on the, the way I was applying skincare and calling me a butcher. And, uh, <laughs> and at the point in time, it annoyed me. Yeah, yeah. And I said to her, stop, stop commenting on the way I'm applying skincare on my, on my face. That's Sometimes true. I apply skincare and then I, I, uh, <laughs> not, not every day, but sometimes yes, when I feel in a good uh, energetic yeah. mood and for my wife, it's like, oh no, do it delicately in a circle motion. Uh, okay. Thank you. Uh, so she stopped commenting. I have to say you stopped commenting and. No, because I'm super happy for that you're applying some skincare and I can see the difference on your skin. Indeed, your skin looks more hydrated and, uh, and more radiant, you know, less fine lines. Um, so yeah, Does it's, it make it's me amazing. More attractive? Definitely. Voilà. <laughs> um, so. I'm debating now on whether to touch base now on the other topic um, that we wanted to uh, to cover, um, but I felt uh, it is still important uh, that we talk about it. So uh, I remember it was probably like a year ago on my Instagram. Um, I shared on one of the videos, you know, my challenges with hormones, and you know. Um, with the previous episode with uh, Sandra Sharp, uh, that um, I am interested in two hormones. I am passionate about hormones. I've been working on my hormones for the past two years and a half now, um, and uh, and uh, and you will we listen. You will listen about hormones topics no more on this uh, on this show as well. But I felt that. Um, 
I felt I wanted to open a conversation uh, with Joe, uh, with a man dealing with, you know, uh, female hormones, you know, with, with his wife, that is me, going through like, you know, ups and downs, not understanding myself, you know, what was going on. And it has a big impact on the couple life. It has a big impact on our partners. Um, in addition, you know, to uh, to ourselves, um, and and just to say that when we feel lost, they are lost as well, not understanding what uh, what's happening. Um, I'm not sure where to start this, you know, conversation, but uh, it's um, I, I'm I'm going to. To, to, to say the audience know again know what happened. So two years and a half ago, I decided to stop the pill, the birth control pill, uh, because I didn't want to have any um, uh, synthetic hormones in my body because it was not, I was not feeling well about it. And this is only something that is personal you know, to, to me. I know that it works well, you know, on some women, but for me, it was not going the right way. I, I gained weight. Um, I had low libido, uh, I was a bit depressed and, and I didn't feel myself. So I stopped the pill and, um, and really from a day to another without really working, you know, on, uh, before that on, on how to deal with it. So the first month was like, oh yeah, that's amazing. So, you know, I feel myself. Uh, second month, it's like, oh yeah, I can feel like some changes. The third month was like, oh, it's a bit more challenging. I don't really know what's happening. And the fourth month was really a disaster. And, um, and in the way that I had strong PMS. And when I say strong PMS, I had huge fluctuation into my mood. Um, uh, I think this is like the main, um, uh, how do you say, uh, thing that I could see, you know, in the change is really like the, the change, the, the mood swing, the mood swings. Uh, and obviously, you know, it went to some fights with Joe and, uh, at some point, you know, Joe asked me to work, I mean, to do something about that. <laughs> Because it was just not possible, you know, to uh, to uh, um, to live, you know, with uh, with this and uh, and these mood swings and not understanding, you know, what was happening. Because one day I was like, oh yeah, super high, and then and the other day I was like super low, and uh, yeah. So that's the moment, you know, when I started to doing my research, understanding better about hormones, understanding better me as a woman, um, and also sharing my journey with Joe. Uh, and, and it is a continuous journey. It's not like, oh yeah, you know, I worked on my hormones now, done, over. No, it's, it's every day. It's a work in progress. It is, uh, it's probably the biggest topic for me. Uh, and it's still a journey. I mean, as we speak, it's still, uh, and I think it's going to be a, forever journey this is uh, you never reach somewhere probably you reach stages of understanding um but for me it was a discovery of a of a world that came with uh, incredible realizations and sometimes with uh, with difficult uh, moments as well because um 
first of all, I I realized that it was not only me who didn't know what was happening in your body, you neither. And for me, this was a shock. It was a real shock. Um, and and to come back on the fights that we had and stuff, it came to a point where I, I wanted to leave. So it it was yeah. um, it was that strong. Yeah, it was we, not, we, uh, yeah. It was we not, had several times where we talked about divorce. Yeah. And I was thinking in myself, you know, I didn't, in the worst moments where, you know, you would have rage in you or um, I would think I didn't sign for this, you know. It's uh, it's dangerous for me psychologically. It's uh, and, and thank God, thank God you started to work on it um it's true i asked you to do it um, sorry it is true that i asked you to do it i mm -hmm. told i yeah. asked you okay please work on that because uh, but you did it and uh, what was great is that you found a program can we name the program yes of course yes. i love this program um and i love this program too that is called flow living it was in the beginning a bit uh, tedious and uh, but, but you're a very serious And uh, sorry, a committed person. So usually when you you're in extremes, when you decide to do something, you do it and you do it like uh, a really super uber mega dedicated person. And I get the whole family on board. <laughs> and, then you, and then you stop. But you, you didn't really stop uh, for this one. And you were you were resilient because it was not always easy, a lot of things to read, a lot of things to learn. The first realization, the second one, apart from the fact that I didn't have a clue of what was happening in your body and that you didn't neither, was that to find a program like this or to find literature on hormones, and for me, I, I, I still feel frustrated and angry to, to, to just say that in 2022. It's we have kilometers of books in bookshops about leadership, biographies, cooking, uh, Sudoku. Uh, no, seriously, it's... Uh, and, and it is it is a topic of anger. I mean, there, there, there is enough material here to be seriously angry about it. And I am. I have to, to say it to find a book about what's going on into the, the body of half of the population, 3.5 billion people, women who give birth to the rest of the world. We have to do speleology, to put a lamp on our, uh, uh, you know, a front lamp, a forehead lamp, and to, to dive into the, the caverns of a bookshop to find one book that is remotely interesting or that is too scientific. There is no literature on this. This should be mainstream. This should be, this should be the first row. The, the first row of, of books should be about what's happening in half of the population. And on top of it, hormones, we, we do have hormones as well. Definitely. They play a different role and they are probably playing a simpler game but we have them and you don't have this you don't have the same level of of hormones that you know we have it's different yes mm. but we still do have them mm. so that for me was really a moment of uh, uh, 
a bit of a, a sad discovery and a sad understanding. Then, with your program, I started to understand the cycles. So... I mean, I discovered the cycles. Yes. I mean, the phases within the cycle. Yes, yes. That we exactly. have four phases. Each of them have, a, have a, yes. a meaning as well, a purpose. And again, you can go back to the Sandra's uh, episode number number five uh, on uh, on on how to deal on how to balance in our hormones how to deal with the hormonal imbalance but yeah this episode is a masterclass it is a masterclass if a you masterclass. listen to it you need to have like a pen and a notebook <laughs> it's you cannot get it uh, all because she's at a level that is you know she's in another stratosphere yeah. um but really It was a masterclass for me to listen to this. But anyway, the four phases, the uh, follicular phase, and then the uh, um, ovulation phase, and then the luteal phase, and then the menstruation. All right. Yeah. Uh, with Menstrual phase, yeah. All the implications in terms of moods, in terms of food, in terms of what you need, in terms of emotions, in terms of... And it was the start of a journey for me. So... It was really interesting uh, for me as a man to start the conversation about this. And this is a topic that I'm not afraid of speaking uh, about with my male friends or with female friends. And all of them are so sometimes shocked or surprised. Still, for some people, it's a, it's a taboo topic, which, I mean, I'm, I'm done with that. It's not a taboo. I mean, Do you feel it's a taboo topic to talk about like hormones? Not hormones, periods, for example, cycles. You talk about hormones, you talk about cycles. You know, oh, with my wife, where is she in her period? Where is she in her cycles? What? What do you mean? I'm done uh, stopping myself from asking the question because some people are going to be shocked or whatever. If you can't take it, sorry. Sorry for you, but this is a topic that we need to bring back into the conversation because this is, I mean, you, you can't pretend that life is going to be the same on Monday where your wife is in a, you know, ovulation phase than on the following Monday where your wife is in a luteal phase. You mm. cannot pretend that it's going to be the same. It isn't going to be the same. You're not going to live the same evening. You're not going to live the same morning. Your wife is not going to have the same sleeping needs. So it might be uncomfortable for you as a man to just, um, in fact, it's not uncomfortable. It's, it's just things that you've been feeling for such a long time without being able to explain that. And for me, it was more of a liberation. There is also a part of me that was like, oh, so in fact, it's going to be like this for the rest of my life and her life until you go to uh, menopause. But perimenopause, menopause. Yeah, <laughs> but what I mean is, is uh, for, for me, it was it was very, very important to start uh, putting this topic into the conversation, and we talk about it. So mm. I ask you, okay, in which uh, phase are you, um, etc. And the thing that I love the most is when I receive my email from Flow Living, that is a very detailed email on all the things that you are going through. So. They are so smart because they send you, they send to males, I mean, to partners, male or female, huh? they send you an email for you to understand where your wife is, so, or your, your, yeah. your partner is. So, so sorry, just to, uh, so basically I have an app on my phone called MyFlow and this is how I'm able to track my cycle. So I know 
which phase I'm in, what food I should focus on, what the um, uh, workout you know, I should focus on as well, the brain activity. So in terms of, am I more creative? Am I more into planning? Am I more into meeting people? Um, and, uh, and they give the possibility to, um, indeed, to, to include the partners and to send an email to the partners and for them to know in which cycle, know, in, yeah, in which phase we are in the cycle. And it's great. Uh, my favorite section, of course, is uh, about sex. They tell you where, what type of mood you're into. It's, uh, it's fantastic. But also the food, but also uh, uh, is she into cocooning? What should you do tonight? Uh, watch a great movie, uh, uh, cuddling and stuff like that. Mm. So... Uh, it's great. They don't. They don't uh, escape the the important sections of uh, life, even the intimate life, which I love because yeah. I think it's uh, it's a key. I mean, yeah. Everything. It's it's a whole. Mm. Uh, There's one thing that you were saying about um, uh, if a Monday, you know, I'm super high active, you know, I know I have a lot of energy, I'm going for a run and then going and hit like to the, uh, the gym and then going for lunch and then going out, you know, in the evening and then the next week, same Monday, I'm just like, want to stay home, don't want to see anyone, super tired. Um, there's one thing that I think it's, it's difficult as well for men to understand is we don't function the same way and we don't function the same way, especially when we don't um, take any birth control. Um, uh, pills. Yeah, pills or even like the... Ah, sterile. Uh, yeah, sterile, the, the mineral... Uh, mineral... Uh, uh, Mirena. Uh, the... I love... Mm -hmm. The, the copper uh, mm. as well uh, yeah. thing. Hormonal one, copper one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, what I wanted to say. So, uh, it's difficult for men to understand that we don't function the same way. It, it is. And the thing, it's because you know, for so many years, we've been asked as women to function on a 24 hours. Yeah. And this has, because this is just make the society much like easier to, to manage. You know, you go to the office, you know, five days a week from nine to six or eight to seven to five. And it's just like easier because we have to, because we have to make it run. We need to run a business. We need to make money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, we, we function on the cycle of 24 hours. You function on the cycle of 28 days. Exactly, yeah. So it's a, it's a completely different uh, different thing. I mean, what you and say... So, and some men would not see this because their partner are taking a birth control uh, pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, you know and, what I mean? And, and they would not care. Different. Sorry? And every woman is different. Yeah. So, some women don't react at all the same way to periods. Some exactly. women don't have the same juggling of hormones. Uh, some women have five kids and have the body of uh, non ha not having uh, kids at all. And, and life is not, uh, we are not equal in front of this, none of us. 
and for men it's the same in a different way um I would, I would, uh, I would uh, complete what you're saying about men fail to understand sometimes, or make it, find it hard sometimes, or don't even understand that we function in a different way. It is true. Um, it's true because we don't know, and it's true sometimes because the uh, their partner doesn't know neither. So uh, there is, there is a, a, a not. It's not just a lack of communication. There is no possible communication because there is no awareness at all. There's a lack of education on yeah, this. Yeah, or, or if not a lack, an absence of education. Mm. Sometimes you know, complete absence of education. Uh, but the other, the other uh, way is is true. It's it's not. I don't find it easy for women to remember that we don't function the same way. Neither. Uh, and and this is a cause of conflict between us as well. Um, so this awareness should really uh, put back the lines of dialogue um, equally, I mean, uh, on an even terrain or ground for both, because it's true, we need to understand that um, women do not have the same um, the same sequence as we do, What is difficult is that some of your phases make you, frankly, uh, sometimes very unpleasant or snappy or, uh, um, you, you know, moody. It's maybe not linked to you as a person. It's a game of hormones that is playing and that is expressing itself, but it's not easy to face that. And sometimes as men, you don't have the resources to face that also. So I think... It starts to become more interesting when it's not just about men understanding their uh, wife or their partner, sorry, but also when it it creates a real uh, two ways dialogue about it, a, a mutual discovery. Understanding the hormones of uh, of uh, your partner is not just a one way uh, thing. It's also your partner understanding her body better. And understanding also the gaps that exist with your way uh, of living things. And I think this is where it should go. This is where it becomes really much more interesting. Because in this period where I live myself, at my age, men have lost a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, men are the, the, the bad animal, uh, basically. The bad uh, mammal on earth is the, uh, the male. Uh, patriarchy... Um, all the stuff. I mean, we pay for the price of uh, what a lot of uh, practice of practices that were wrong and you know disgraceful and unacceptable. But we pay the price for it, and um, it's a, it, this is the, the the walk of history. An excess leads to another excess, and I feel that we are somehow in another excess. And the tendency is too often for me. Huh, if I speak about my experience about Men should understand women better. Men should, uh, um, which is true. But I, I, I would love as well that this uh, discovery and understanding leads to a mutual dialogue and a mutual discovery, and also the understanding from women that it's not easy for a man to face this type of variations because we don't vary that much. Yeah, I mean. We've had this conversation and it's only recently that I realized that, yes, I need to put myself into your shoes 
and 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 to see what's happening from your perspective as well. So though for me it's not easy because again sometimes I just react, you know, from zero to one hundred with a rage and maybe it's going to surprise like people, you know, knowing me or maybe like the audience or my followers, but um yeah, I'm not sharing everything, you know, uh, onto social media and so even for me, it's not easy to understand, but that's true. Like, you know, last time we had this conversation and then you're saying, yeah, okay, fine. You're, you're going through this, but think of me. It's not always about you, Laure. It's also, you know, you need to consider myself. And I totally agree. And, um, and I feel this is where, you know, it's really need to be like an open conversation because again, even like every month, you know, can be different. Like from, mm-hmm. you know, from a phase to another, it's different. But every month can be different because it's very much related to. I can only speak, you know, for myself, but uh, talking with Sandra, it's related to food, and it's related for me to sleep. Huh? And um, and this is one thing that you know I still need to work on is my sleep. I think that food, you know, I understand, you know, what is good for me, what is not good. Um, exercising, you know, I'm. I'm pretty okay, you know, with that. And there is the moon, and, I and the moon, I'm not joking. And there is the moon, yeah. and there is the weather, and there is the heat, and the cold, and the winter, and the seasons. And so, so many things influence us, not just women, influence us as mm. human beings. Uh, but these things come and, and, and make sure that you don't find a magic recipe at all. It's just a journey that is going to change. The, f- the factors are going to change and combine differently all the time. Because mm. by the time you've done a full cycle of 365 days for a year, you've, you've grown older one year. Your kids as well, if you have kids or your family as well. So you have other problems. You have other challenges. You have other su- successes. So you change constantly. So what you think you found as a recipe on month one uh, and uh, that would probably be a recipe forever is not going to work on month two and month three or on <laughs> so uh, the merit of of and the need to understand the topic of hormones, the topic of what's happening in the body of half of this population on earth it's a need and it's a need because it brings more dialogue. It brings more dialogue. It's not just one way. It creates a conversation and I'm, I'm craving for these conversations and I love these conversations because it gives meaning. It puts perspective. It creates conversations which are fundamental and it helps everyone express what they feel, what they need um, and, and puts human beings on the same ground. We're not any more than in this type of conversation, man and woman. We are human beings who talk about their needs and what's happening within them. And I think this is the richness of that process. I, I would, and I, I'll end with this, but on, on that topic, if you, if you want, but for me, it, it is needed now. It's not just uh, an option. In this period when I stopped taking the pill, uh, and again, I want to say that, you know, it's not because I'm, I'm stopping, stopping, enfin, I know exactly when I'm ovulating. I don't want to have any more children. We don't want to have like more children. Uh, and I am monitoring, you know, the, um, uh, my cycle. So I know exactly when I'm ovulating, when it, when we need to, 
use no contracept other way of uh, contraception um so it's not because you don't take the pill that you're going to get pregnant this is what i want to say but the question that i had for mm. you okay. was in this period when i stopped uh, uh taking the pill in the first month maybe the first year or what was the most challenging part for you <laughs> or, or you, you you face someone you don't know in what sense can you be <sighs> let's take the just the example of us i mean not mm -hmm. to not to take general examples yeah, let's talk about just, us, uh, yes, yeah. i married uh, uh, an incredible woman a young woman um positive radiating solar if i can say so like a like a sun um which you are outside huh? i mean to the to the rest of society you are but i guess that you are yourself within the context of our couple uh suddenly i'm facing someone who's who i don't recognize in terms of behavior in terms of uh, character um of actions of moods um of course this affects deeply uh libido which is a huge topic that nobody talks about um and it's ridiculous not to talk about it because this is this is an important part of life um so all of these factors came at their maximum level at the same time that was two years and a half ago two years ago yeah that was uh, very complicated what what did you feel it's difficult because um maybe maybe we haven't lived this period the same way or you don't remember some things or i don't remember some things and time distorts uh memories anyway but uh, my 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 reminiscence of this period is uh i felt that you were absent somehow you know not here not uh, not in your body not available but it, it came to a point where it was not oh i understand her she's uh, she's not here she's not she must be suffering and stuff it came to a point where i was thinking okay in fact uh, you know maybe this is a good moment to to take uh, to to part ways and to to admit that it we went till here till this point We tried, um, but I don't. I don't want to try anymore. That was what I felt at this time. Um, what 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 made you change your mind? What made me cling to to uh, the little uh, things that were still there? And I think it's really my education, my values, and the love that we had for each other. And that we always had, but you know, it was very thin. Is the fact that you started to work on it. It's the fact that you started to work on uh, on yourself and on uh, and researching the topic. I remember the first time you came with a program that was uber expensive on a hormone coach. 
and you were telling me, okay, I think I'm going to do this program. I was like, okay, can you <laughs> can you investigate a bit more? It was ridiculously like expensive. Yeah, but when you don't have a benchmark, I mean, you need to start somewhere, but oh, then you started yeah. to dig. But this is where, I mean, again, I'm, I'm coming back on what I was saying is, this is where I, I was so shocked that it was so difficult to find something. I mean, 3.5 billion people on this planet experience the same thing every month, every day of their life. They are in the phase of a cycle for most of them. I mean, a vast majority of them. And it's difficult to find a program on hormones and cycles and periods. I mean, can you believe this? So that was probably as well when I... Uh, when I started to see that you were persistent and that it was difficult to find, I think that it um, it gave me more hope, I guess. I, I And probably also some uh, realization of uh, what you were maybe going through or the, maybe more respect for what you were trying to change um, realizing it was really a big mountain to climb. It was not just, uh, okay, you work on it, you read a book and that's it. Or you work on it and you do a diet and that's it. I started to realize that. So probably this helped me um, stay in the game. Mm. You know? I mean, this is a, a, a new way of living mm. for me. I mean, it's uh, like the food that I'm eating, exercising, okay, sleeping I'm getting better. Um, and it's, it's really like a work, a work in progress. Mm -hmm. It's a journey. It's not a pleasant journey always. It's, uh, for, if you're still listening to this, uh, if you're, some people are still hearing the episode. Uh, it's, don't, there is no romance about it. Uh, don't think that because we speak like this on a microphone and it's nice and we do an episode together, I think we have a very good level of communication. It is true, but it doesn't make it uh, easier uh, at the same time. I and mean, we still fight and argue and I still have uh, moments of, uh, come on, and you still have moments of, uh, you know, ups and downs. But uh, it feels that it is, uh, I mean, I'm in touch with you. At least I'm in touch with you. I understand what's going on and you understand. And if sometimes it goes sideways, we can talk about it much more easily. We can discuss because we we can make sense of what happened. So uh, uh, it is a journey uh, and it is a beautiful journey with great moments and with horrible moments. Um, but it is a journey and at least there is a path and at least there is uh, an understanding uh, we're not left by our, you know, with our uh, old prejudice on women are like this or men are like that or uh, uh, we can go past this and start to really have more constructive conversations about, okay, where are you in your uh, cycle? Mm. Uh, or sometimes I manage to say, okay, I think it's better that we don't talk today because I feel so annoyed about something, but I know that you are maybe not capable to receive what I'm going to say, or so I'm not saying it's systematic, but there is a lot of progress for sure. And I wouldn't change what's going on in our life right now. I wouldn't go back to something that is fakely easier, but that has such a huge price of uh, 
uh, putting hormones, synthetic hormones in your body. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I might go, you know, to, uh, to synthetic no hormones at some point, you know, when I'm going, uh, onto the menopause phase, uh, because. Great if, if it's a choice. If, if it works, I don't know. Like, what yeah. I, what I realized is that, uh, there was another choice than the thing that I thought was the only choice, which is take a birth control pill and, uh, you know, keep going. Me the same. You know, I realize that there are other ways that are not religious ways. It is not a moral choice of, uh, you know, so it has nothing to do with this. You know, you, I, you know what I mean? Huh? Yeah, what yeah, what yeah. I mean, it's not a religious, uh, because some people don't want to take birth control pills or any type of control, birth control method, method because of their religion. It's not our case. It's just a choice that is based on well-being. Mm. I mean, today I can tell you that um, living the way that I'm living from a hormonal, like, you know, um, mm. uh, perspective, I feel myself like fuller. Yeah. Like, I, I feel myself being myself mm. and not having something where I feel like uncomfortable. Yes, of course, the hormones you know, on a monthly basis you know, are going to play a bit, but then I know where it's coming from. And I know if I want to reduce any impact or effect of the hormones, I know what I need to do. Kind of. Yeah. And Usually it's sleeping, <laughs> <So> <laughs> which I'm not good at. <laughs> I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah. But, um, or, or it's to do like more exercises. No, sometimes, you know, I tell you after two or three days, after usually after three days of not doing any exercise, no workout, I tell you, I need to go to the gym. Mm. Like because the level of tension that I'm, that I'm feeling in my body is, is getting to a point where I know that f at any point, no, I can switch and put the gear up <laughs> to the 100, which I don't want to happen anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's, uh, I like, I like this period. And really, if, if there is something to take out from, uh, from this period of our life is go and get this information, you mm. know, understand what's going on. Um, understand this information don't stay on your own if you don't understand you know uh, what's going on there are there are experts you know like sandra uh out there sandra sharp um i'm here as well you know if you want i mean obviously i'm not like a hormone imbalance nor expert but i'm but i'm going i've been through that I don't, I'm not certified, so I cannot say like I'm an expert. I know a lot of things. No, I understand my body, you know, better. Uh, and if you're a man, like ask Joe, <laughs> he's been through a lot as well I'm here. on this. <laughs> no, and it's, it, I, I, I mean it and you, you're right to say so because it's not something that, uh, we should, uh, we, we shouldn't be satisfied with the situation today. We shouldn't be satisfied with what we've learned or what we haven't learned. This is too important. We're mm. not talking about uh, understanding how to build a table with uh, four pieces of wood or five pieces of wood. We're talking about uh, improving your couple life. We're talking about understanding your friends. We're talking about understanding your mom. We're talking about understanding your maybe uh, having a different dialogue between uh, uh, between partners. Uh, and even if, you know when you have daughters to prepare them when you have sons as well to explain them you know what can 
what's yeah, our going son, on? Our no? sons, uh, sometimes I tell them, guys, uh, just pay attention. <laughs> Be gentle with mommy. <laughs> mommy is in PMS. So uh, they, they start understanding. Because yeah. they, they say, oh, mom, you have your period. They don't really make the difference between the phases and stuff, but they, they get educated more and more. And, uh, you know, thank God. Thank God they will they will start uh, yeah. their life uh, on a better on a better foundation than than I did I because so. they will understand uh, better half of the planet by the way the half of the planet who gave them birth yeah know? definitely so, and I think we tend to uh, forget this like a bit too much <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a small detail yeah um, we're getting to an end of this episode. Um, that was a beautiful one yes I enjoyed it mm. I'm uh, I'm very touched that uh, you accept uh, that you accepted you know, to be my guest uh, I'm getting emotional now um, Joe what um, who or where do you get your inspiration from well I get my inspiration from a lot of people today because of the podcast the podcast has opened my mind my brain my heart my soul i met so many people it's just unbelievable i get my inspiration from people i met on lunch club as well which is a platform i encourage you to to check out to meet people um i have three individuals that made a massive difference in my life um well-known people i would say one is uh, michel petrucciani who's a jazz piano player he was um, he had a disease that uh, he, he was one meter high and he became one of the great pianists of jazz in the history of jazz and uh, for me he he's the man who's telling me um Don't think it's impossible. It's ridiculous. Come on, you, you can you can do this. You know because when when you when you're that size, you don't choose to play piano. He chose that and he he excelled in that. And I find this he incredibly was amazing, inspiring. Yeah. Amazing. The other one is still alive. It's Bobby McFerrin. I had the chance to see him on stage and even to 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 shake his hand after the concert. He's a vocalist and a jazz a jazz vocalist and an improviser uh, who has completely uh, erased the idea of uh, uh, pitch, you know, the voice pitch that you have, high pitch, low pitch, etc. It completely erased that. The classification, so he sings higher than any high pitch and he sings lower than any low pitch. Um, and for me, he, he's uh, black. Um, and for me, uh, having done this when he was born, At the time, he was still facing racism and everything. Expressing himself at this level is really uh, defiance to the limits society tries to impose to us. And I, I find this man, I mean, he was with me in difficult times. I was listening to his music and stuff. And the last one is Mike Horn, which, who is a professional adventurer. He, I, I, the first book I read from Mike was when he did the tour of the globe on the equator line with 40 kilometers of... What's um, the name of the book? Latitude Zero. Oh, yeah. 
um, 40 kilometers up and down the equator line. And for me, Mike uh, showed me, and it's one of my dreams to meet him and just to, to thank him and talk to him about uh, this moment of his book. There is a moment where I'm not going to go into, into the moment. Just read the book. Uh, if you like it, you, you let me know and we'll have a conversation about it. But he showed me the true sense of commitment, of commitment what is commitment? What does it mean? And he really showed me what is an adventure. And I, since I read this book, I, I love to think I live my life like an adventure, which is full of ups and downs and, uh, you know, stories and incredible things that happen, horrible things that happen, blah, blah, blah. And for me, it's an adventure that you live with sometimes kids, uh, wife, parents and stuff. And I love to think I'm an adventurer of my own life since I read his book. So I live my life like this. When I face issues, I think I'm in an adventure and it helps me. So these three are probably three main sources of inspiration without being exclusive at all. I have mm. a lot of people around me who inspire me. Who would you like to see as the next guest on this podcast? As you know, you understand, no, yeah. it's beauty from inside out. It's not only about like product. It's also about, you know, what makes you feel good about yourself. Alors, um, I'd love to... Sandra already mentioned, and hi, Sandra. Thank you for this incredible episode you offered us. Uh, an expert in uh, hormone or a coach, life coach, or uh, uh, she talked about these things. In the people I know, um, I think of Barbie Layton, uh, whose episode is going to be in my podcast published in uh, 15 days from now. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think Barbie is, is really someone who's, you know, wh what a woman. Mm. Yeah, what what a woman. She she's she's really into this beauty inside out. She's really into the kindness revolution. And if you want, I'd, I'd be more than happy to uh, to introduce you to her because she, and we start a webinar in a few minutes with her. Um I mean, she impressed me really genuinely. Um there are probably more. I think it would be great for you to have men. I believe so. Um, I can't think I, I, I'm thinking of uh, Frank Brecken because he worked in Unilever because he, he has this sensitivity yes definitely yes. Uh, but maybe not uh, maybe someone else I mean I think it's, it would be great to have a man uh, another man on the podcast I mean definitely it's, it's on the list I think that we'll see more men you know from September onwards Um, obviously, you know, you're the first one. And I'm <laughs> super, <you. laughs> super happy about that. But there, no, there will be more men on my podcast because men also play a big, um, uh, a, a big part, you know, in, in the beauty, beauty industry, you know, inside out again. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And it's, it's a show like for everyone, you know, I mean, uh, beauty is not only for women, it's for men as well. Yeah. Drew, thank you so much for being with us today, for being with me 
a bit more today. So, mm -hmm. you know, that was also an opportunity for us to spend more time together and to have like other kind of conversation. It was an honor for me. And uh, I, I told you I'm a big fan of your show. I'm, uh, I'm, I love it. And I, I think it brings a lot of impact and a lot of inspiration to me and to other people. I love your audience. I love the fellowship that you have. Uh, and all the guests that you have on your, that you had on your podcast are all people that I found interesting, inspiring in their own way. Um, so it was great to discuss for me as well. It was a good exercise and a good moment for me to, to dig deeper into this. You're a very good uh, podcast host. Thank you so much. Joe, before we leave or before you uh, go, how can we reach you? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Best platform. Josie Jean. You can write uh, message uh, messages to me. If you listen to the podcast, you can write comments as well and rate the show, blah, blah. But it's not a direct way to connect with me. Uh, the LinkedIn, and I think on the website, I'm going to release my new website, which is People Not Numbers. Um, it's going to be... Um, Uh, for, for this, um, this website, there will be a section contact us and I read all my messages. I, I answer to all the messages. So you can, you can definitely reach out. And if you have questions about skincare or, or hormones and stuff like that, we can always uh, meet and have coffee or create a group and just have a, a random discussion. These topics are, are really important, especially the one on hormones. Joe, thank you so much. And uh, I'm not going to say like goodbye because you're staying with me tonight. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode today. If you enjoy it, please rate it with five stars, leave a comment and share it with at least two of your friends. This will help the podcast to be more visible and high in the rank. I cannot wait to have you in my next episode to talk more about beauty. In the meantime, take care of yourself and remember, be your own kind of beautiful.